This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Loves, welcome back. I'm so excited for today's guest. She is an incredible designer and woman, as well as a mama. I love her clothing line. I have the fabulous Lucy Allen of Never Fully Dressed, who's built a women's wear label, never fully dressed from a one-woman band to a thriving online business that it is today. Coming from market trading parents from the East End, it was natural for Lucy to start sewing and customizing a small amount of samples to sell at Portobello and Spitafield Markets. Five years later, Never Fully Dressed first store was open in Buckhurst Hill, Essex's online business growing rapidly. Never Fully Dressed social presence with multi-wearing styles has become a big hit staying true to the brand ethos of our customer becoming our influencer. The brand continues to strive to do better with sustainability, driving new ventures and future plans. And I just have to say, Lucy, your designs, your styles, you sent me a couple, they're just beautiful. I love everything you're doing. I love how you have moms looking chic, but totally, you know, versatile and comfortable. And I just think all of your, you know, designs are absolutely beautiful. So welcome to my show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. And you know, being... I can hear baby in the background. I was going to say, I've got a bit of screaming down the corridors. So just, yeah, let that go. Look, it's, it's, it's real mom life. Arlie's uh, pulling on me, sitting on my lap right now, trying to, trying to nurse, even though she nursed, you know, all two seconds ago. Yes. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's totally, uh, totally real mom cool. But I just love, I love your story and I love your brand. I think it's absolutely, you know, amazing and just beautiful. Could you tell us a little bit more, you know, about you that I didn't kind of share in your bio and how you kind of really decided you wanted to create this beautiful line and, and your inspiration? Um, I think it's never really been conscious. I've never really, I think until we grew to the point that we had to, put structure in place which I'd say was probably last year it all kind of just grew organically really I say my I've always been creative my I used to want to be an actress really and then I wasn't getting any work like most actresses and my mum basically was just you need a proper job so I, I say I started making clothes selling it at the markets and stuff and then this was all before Instagram before social I mean I was actually talking about it the other day like when fashion editors from magazines would come to those markets there was a lot of vintage of those markets in London at the time they'd come and like pull something for L magazine or whatever and it was exciting like that they didn't have that shop front of Instagram like you have now um and then we just kind of grew with social really I say there was another kind of growth um not growth but like started again about five years ago when we got that store I think Again, I was working from my mum's attic before that. And um, by that time, maybe two people were working for me. And my mum, again, said that we're just devaluing our house, like threadbare in the stairs up and down, or like 4 a.m. going to the market. She was fed up with all of that coming and going in her house. So we got the little shop, 
And at that time, to me, if we made enough money, we ran the website from there as well. But the website, we're getting maybe 10 to 50, maybe orders a day like as that grew. So if the front of the shop paid for the office space, then it was a, a win. But then it's, it's worked out that the shop is great in its own right, isn't it? Like, in its own right. Um, and we outgrew that just office space-wise and then have moved a couple of times since. But we're still local to that. Um, and, yeah, we've got a really nice creative kind of studio now with the girls. We've got quite a young team. But then still, say the two members of staff that I said that were in my mum's attic, they're still with us now. And it's been nice supporting... We've often started quite a lot of our staff started as oh they've had kids and they want a bit of a local job for a couple of days they might start picking and packing and say one particularly she was a merchandiser before for a really big um uk brand but then you have kids and it's hard and it's almost given them an opportunity again and as we've grown seeing them flourish back in those areas that they're really passionate about so it's nice i think we've we've got a really strong support network of women who, who work, who I work with. I love that. That's beautiful. And I love that you're helping support other women and, and moms that, you know, might need jobs or, you know, a little bit of work here and there. I think that's, I mean, my ideal would be, I've always said, I don't know why I say big companies don't do it. I'd love a crash on site, you know, like I don't get why more women owned businesses or, or even just bigger, especially in fashion where maybe it's predominantly women have that, facility do you know what I mean like to enable women to just be more flexible or whether that was something that would be subsidized by the government or just a bit of support there because I think it's rare that say for you and I my sister's the same but again I think it is rare that you can work and have your kids within that and still make that a thing I think if I was a more of a just an employee I think it's much harder um, and just opportunity wise so I feel like as easy as we can make it for parents which I mean like school holidays are a nightmare so yeah as easy as we can make it for mothers to to work and feel like themselves and still have all the other aspects of life then yeah we'll try to do that I love that that's that's beautiful and yeah you're right it's true you know it's it's what well, you know so many women don't have the option of creating their own line or their own company and they mm. do have to go back to work and work for different employers and all these things and it is difficult especially women that are breastfeeding and pumping and doing mm. things that are like you know it's a real full-time job and it adds to their full-time job and I was gonna say and then and that's just on top of everything I mean there's no mention in any of what you've just said about even just having your own life or do, like oh, I say yeah. your own life but I mean like doing non-mum or non-work things which are so important to make you whole and to keep you inspired and stuff as well so yeah no you're I'm really working right I, I love that you brought that up because it's so true as a mom you know you do like I mean I definitely felt like after I had my first daughter Amelia like at first I felt I really lost myself and I lost my identity and I went through pretty heavy Question and you know and it was you know it was very hard for me and you're you know you're right it's like it's there's so much importance to you being whole and you feeling good and you having your own happiness in your own life as well as with your beautiful children to be able to thrive yeah. and I want to ask you like you know being you know this beautiful designer and everything you're doing how do you feel like you know you are able to handle you know mom life plus being an incredible designer and all the things 
you know, that you're doing, like, what would you share for other moms? I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think there's a, a magic answer. I think you all just kind of navigate what's best for you. Um, I'm really lucky. I've got an amazing nanny who does four days a week. Um, and she's amazing. It really enables me to then when I'm at work, work. Um, I think it's important to really commit to where you are. Like, so when I'm at work, I work. When I come home, we have time of play. We would have dinner together. Um, but obviously there are times when there isn't that. Do you know what I mean? And I think maybe lockdown was even harder to, have, to then have that separation or to, to live a happy family life and not feel bad for being frustrated about stuff or um so i think it's it's easier said than done do you know what i mean but i think it's just important to to give yourself that time um we've moved out so we're quite rural where i live now and it, and then i think that makes it even harder whereas before we were on the central line in london so it's easier for me to go oh, i'm just going to go to a museum for a couple of hours and just kind of zone out whereas now i suppose i can go for a walk but I think I'm just a bit of a workaholic as well. So even on that walk, I would work. Um, and it's not sustainable. I'm, I'm guilty of it. So it's, like I said, it's easier said than done. But I, um, sometimes I should probably take my own advice a bit more. But yeah, just giving you, making yourself have your own time. And if you are in a couple, making sure you have time um, together, just you as well. Because I think then that makes for a happier environment for the children. I think they can feel that. Um, yeah, and just being committed to when you are with your kids to really being invested there. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's wonderful, you know, advice and so well said because you're right, there is no magic um, answer, you know, and it's definitely up to every family and up to every mom of how things go. And I think that's a good message because someone like yourself, who, you know, who is a successful designer and, you know, is a mom and doing all these things. I think a lot of people, you know, look at, you know, women like that and think like, oh my gosh, you know, how are, how are they doing all that? And, oh, you know, I, I couldn't do that and this and that. And it's like, that's not true. It is hard. No. I mean, I read that quote before, you know, and it's like, you've got the same hours in the day as Beyonce has and look what you, like she can achieve or whatever. Do you know what I mean, everyone puts their trousers on the same way in the morning. Everyone has the same amount of time in their day. Yeah, I might sleep less, but the Bennett, like the good parts of having my young family, that's my choice and that definitely outweighs the lack of sleep. But you make sacrifices in in everything so I feel like if you're just tired for a few years just take that on the chin a little bit yeah I think that's great how do you feel like you reset or give yourself self-care any kind of self-love um I, I would say exercise for me that like kind of resets my head if I'm stressed or I can feel a bit of a haziness a kind of um yeah confusion kind of in my head coming about I'll just say to my husband oh do you mind I just need to go for a run or um I don't practice yoga as much as I used to or that I would like but just a little bit of time out like that or just a good kind of sweat session I'll go and yeah I'll try and go to the gym just exercise for me sorts sorts my head out like that 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's great. And I, you know, um, I love again that you said, like you tell your husband, like, Hey, I kind of just need to get out and get my mind right. Can I go for a quick run, go for a quick walk? I think that's another great example of like, you know, your bandwidth and you know what you need and like what helps you reset. I think a lot of moms, especially new moms struggle with finding that. Well, there's a bit of more guilt. You don't, understand it as much I mean like you feel bad for maybe I don't know or sometimes you just don't understand it like all those hormones that are flying about when you've just had a baby I say when it's your first time you're sitting there crying thinking what is this do you know what I mean whereas I think there's just a I'm a bit older do you know what I mean I'm a few kids down there's just a bit more of an understanding of that an acceptance of it maybe but um yeah so I think it's different every child do you know what I mean yeah well and you're a mom of uh two or three 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 yes three so uh, I've got three under three and a half yeah wow three under three and a half so yeah so you obviously are not you know necessarily new to this and you've been navigating it for quite a bit now but like you know three under three that's still like a lot you know like do you feel like that you learned more as you had, you know, your more children? Do you feel like you just got better at what you were doing or you got more help or, you know, like, what did you feel like for you? Or, yeah, or- I say, I've, the nanny I've got now has been with us for about 18 months. So she's amazing. I think I've just, I'm just lucky that we found her. Um, the business has a bit more structure to it. So... Again, I think that enables you, once you have that structure, it enables you to channel areas of your life. Um, my husband and I, a bit like, I feel like ever since we met, it's kind of been a bit of a slog. There's always been something or other. So I feel like maybe since we started having kids, there was a bit more clarity in our relationship as well. So we're... Um, in a good place. I think obviously that's a, a great support network. I'm lucky with my family. Um, yeah, I forgot the question, sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> no, it was just, you know, how do you feel like you, because you are a mom of, you know, three, under three, like how do you feel like you are able to navigate that? But like you said, like you have a, you know, a great nanny and have some help. You have more stuff. Yeah. You have more structure in your business, you said. So different things, I guess, have changed over the years. Even when you're cre- even when you're creative, I feel like when you have the structure underneath you, it then enables you to be more creative. Even like in our design team, like before it used to be a bit erratic, but we've spent a lot of time and putting processes in place. And then that enables you to actually be more creative. I think which is hard a lot of the times for creatives to understand because sometimes you don't have that systematic side of your brain um doesn't work as well as the creative side um but yeah so that's what i think i think that structure really helps me and helps our business and helps our design yeah no i think that's a great message and like you know going back to your business and your (laughs) designs and your amazing pieces you know do you get your inspiration from all different places as a designer like how do you decide you know for you what never fully dressed looks like as you have grown so much and are doing so much especially online and have incredible styles and colors and aesthetics like you know what is what is the vision for you ultimately 
even say like on a small scale, if someone left my odd little shop in Buckerstill, like if someone left there feeling better about themselves, we've done our job. I feel like even my sister, I think she, sorry, maybe I shouldn't mention her, sorry. But it, like she was in a bit of a rut, like say post COVID, wasn't that confident. And she went in the shop and she bought quite a few bits and she was like, oh, my, Luce, I just felt amazing in everything. Do you know I mean, that's what we would want to achieve. We have a lot of our, the age of our customer. We can, our customers maybe 25 to 50. So a lot of them have just had kids or whatever, maybe are in that age where maybe body is going a bit more southward. Do you know what I mean? It, and anything that then makes you feel sexy, makes you feel confident or like yourself, um, that's great for us to see so if someone's just had a baby they might message on instagram and say i've just bought this dress and i just felt really confident in it i think that's amazing so now we've just launched um curve as well we did during lockdown so we actually make in the us 2 to 22 in in most of our styles really so really just empowering every woman that she can be trendy, be cool. And, and again, we're quite known for our prints. So anything that is fun that makes you smile is infectious. If you're wearing an amazing fun print, you smile. You can see when someone puts it on, they stand different. And then that's infectious to someone else, makes them smile. And that just, that makes the world go round as, as kind of cringe as that sounds. It, that, that it just brings a bit of happiness if we're that small bit of joy in your life, that dress you might wear or whatever, that if we can bring that, then we'll try to do that. I love that. And I, as a, you know, celebrity stylist and fashion expert and everything and fashionista myself, I always say confidence is your best accessory. I love that you tied it back to confidence and women feeling good because you're right. It's like you could be having a bad, you know, shitty day and put something on and all of a sudden it changes your mood. It changes everything. It changes how you feel and the way you react to things. And I love that you think about that when you're creating your line. And I know you are known for your fabulous prints. You have so many different fun prints when you're creating them. Is there any kind of cool inspiration behind them? Is it something for you personally are drawn to and then you, you know, see in your dresses? Like, I'm so curious as someone obviously in fashion, you know, like, because your prints are, they're beautiful, but they're very, I think they're very different than like your average prints you see out there. Like, you know, of course there's animal prints everywhere, but yours have a twist or like your florals have a twist. Like everything is a little bit different than yeah. your prints. I think cause we design in house as well, we'll know our customer, like a little bit when you said what inspires you, like our customer as well, we've got that community. Our, our customers are so vocal. Um, and that's invaluable. That's what would drive us. That's who we're making clothes for. So a little bit, we kind of said that our customer is our influencer rather than that whole influencer industry that comes from our customer. So I say, cause we design prints in house, that feedback from them, that, um, yeah, I suppose that has input. And then it really varies. I might love, We'll kind of colour block for monthly drops or we'll, so we'll say this is our kind of palette or this is the vibe for this month and then we'll kind of work from there. So say it's we're really feeling a bit of a 70s vibe, these browns, oranges or of course we'll do a bit of trend forecasting as well and seeing what um, 
we predict kind of will be about then we tend to work maybe maybe three months ahead um so now we're working we've done up till christmas we're working on jan feb march say for now but to so say we're going 75 then we'll come back and go oh well is it does that fit a bit more of an abstract or is that conversational do you know what I mean we might have just had a um shoot trip to portugal where that tiling is just insane like i love all of that antique tiling and then feel really inspired by that that we'll draw up for that actually i just bought the um print design do you know spirograph have you got yeah. that over there <laughs> yeah so you know like just the like the what are they called not stencil things that you just go around and make like geometric prints and we can we'll then scan that in and play with color or scale or pattern so anything that where the creative process seems organic like that um i think that's what becomes that always works out the best and then it's just instinctive if you make five prints you all know in your gut in two seconds whether to make that one and that one and they will be like the best sellers do you know what i mean you just yeah. kind of know that instinctively i think i love that yeah well and i mean like you know like your prints like i like i, like I said like i love that the, you know they're designed in-house you know within obviously like your small amazing team and you said local print studios you know that you use and i would just say like they're so feminine and they're so transitional like the, the way your clothing is like it's it could be you know for day it could be for night it could be for work it could be running out to an errand like yeah. it really is a versatile you know look and like i love that you tie it back to confidence and making that statement in whatever you're wearing and everything and i know also you're very big on sustainability you design everything in the uk and everything and all your fabrics are sustainable right so how do you you know how do you kind of um maintain that and why is that something that's important to you um we're getting there not all of our fabrics are sustainable but we're on a journey with that i, I put something on our instagram recently I, I think we just have an honest voice so if i can say this is where we are in our sustainability journey i know we've got a way to go but this is where we've come do you know i mean we've launched all of our packaging is um fully sustainable fully recyclable biodegradable do you know i mean um fabrics are we're just launching a new like organic cotton range there's so many there's so many different grades though now of sustainability and areas where we can um learn and improve still i think things will even resource wise the whole manufacturing world will is improving weekly um it's just even when you just when you said now that the the clothing is transseasonal and stuff for us it's hard for someone to part with, say like $100 for a, a garment. I, I fully appreciate that someone's worked really hard for that. So getting them to show them how to wear it a million different ways. I mean, you haven't got to buy a new garment. You can actually wear that skirt as a dress for a different occasion. I feel like even just that, buying something with the longevity of it or buying something for life and really investing in that is important so it's just less of a disposable society we launched um maybe nearly a year ago i'd say now like a pre-loved initiative as well so you can actually sell your old nfd back to us and then we'll sell it on our depop so like a second-hand initiative of it it started i was wearing something on instagram that was last year's nfd and people are like oh i missed out on that Do you know what i mean so it's kind of a a win-win like so for that if there's something that you've missed out on that you can then 
buy secondhand that someone has sold back. But just keeping that life cycle of your wardrobe going. So again, you might not be wearing something anymore and it's just a waste like that. So someone else can buy that. So you're just keeping that cycle going. But every process of our, I think we took it for granted before. I think because I'm not wasteful in my nature anyway. So there's no waste in our design process. Now some people sample so many times or so much landfill that just goes, that doesn't really get talked about as much as it should. We have none of that in our process, just by nature. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, we don't really waste anything. I'm a stickler for recycling in the office. They laugh at me. I'm like going down the bins, getting like paper toilet roll um, tubes out for the recycling and stuff. So, yeah, it's just, I feel like the way they work, like the, I'm old as well. Like the, the young kids coming through are just another level in their consciousness of it. And they're the ones that are going to change the game massively because it's just second nature to them now we're still having to learn it i'm having to learn about sustainability whereas like yeah the youngest generation coming through the yeah i love that no exciting. i agree and and good for you like that's obviously just something that's within you like you said that you just you know like you look at the bins and you're like what else is left and how is <laughs> my kids are eating like five days out of day vegetables <laughs> like yellow peas <laughs> but you will, yeah. I love it. Well, hey, I mean, if it, if it works for you, it's you know, that, that's what works, and obviously, it's working for your business. Which I was gonna say, like, you know, that now that you have become a very successful designer and you obviously have your three children, and your husband, and everything, you know, do you feel like um, your work in like your family also inspires your work, or is it very like much just, you know, fashion is who you are and you're able to kind of envision that, like how does, how does, you know, the family play into you having your own business? Well, they're just an extension. They are huge. I mean, so everything you do is for them, is for that. So everything in, inspires one, not just me. I mean, you're inspired by, you walk down the street or you just sub subconsciously, you're in not even inspired in a good way, but you're influenced, I suppose, by every little thing that you see, smell, hear. Um, so, of course, like, yeah, your children just play. That's what you do everything for. I suppose naturally, financially as well. I mean, they're who I would want to support and um, provide for. Um, Fashion-wise, we are now looking, we're looking, or well, we have designed a baby like really early kids wear range so maybe they inspired that I don't know but I've, I'm lucky I've had a girl now I used to just dress my boys like girls until now I've had a girl and I feel like oh finally I can um it's okay to put her in leopard print and stuff so maybe they've inspired <laughs> that little line that would be fun to be able to get them more involved in the kids stuff um yeah but my husband just wears like navy all the time I don't think there's any menswear coming anytime soon <laughs> I think that's most men. They keep it simple. Same with my husband. It's like, don't bother me. I'm good with what I'm wearing. I'm, I'm comfortable in my comfort zone. I think that's yeah. most men, unless they're really trying he's, to. He's so unfashioned that, yeah, he's so. He's just like, <laughs> you do what you want. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I love that he's so unfashioned and then you're like so fabulous and fashionable. Yeah. He's a roofer. Do you know what I mean? He, he's a roofer. He's like a, a building trade. Like he's, yeah. So no, he's got no interest really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's obviously very um, 
you know, uh, supportive of everything you do, which is obviously key. Yeah. And since you just said that, like, obviously you guys must be somewhat very opposite. Do you feel like that um, helps, you know, you guys as far as your marriage and as far as the two of you, the way you work together as a family? Yeah, definitely. I feel like, yeah, if you're too similar, I feel like you just clash or you, I think it really works. He's a very um, practical, again, like resource wise, like in um, lockdown, when it started to ease a little bit, he built me a whole set in the garden so we could still shoot. So we could do a socially distanced outdoor shoot. It was the safest way to work. His, I say I'm just very lucky that he's very handy like that. He can build anything or if we need a set in our warehouse, he'll be able to just go and knock something up for us. So yeah, he's, he's handy like that. And again, just a bit more practical. Like he has other characteristics that I hope, I think, we complement each other in that way. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love. I love that he helps you build outside. Socially distanced. He's got no choice, really. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's that's so awesome, and I love that he's a part of it. And how fun! Um, with if the I need something built or I need a baby, then he'll he'll come about. And if not, yeah, we just <laughs> he keeps himself to himself. I love yeah. it. I mean, hey, that's what that, that's what they're they're there for, right? Well, and I love <laughs> yeah kids line and everything and and that's so fun and good for you getting to uh have your girl and be able to uh dress them the way you know you want and everything because i have two little girls and they're like my little mini fashionistas and i i live to dress them. yeah totally, totally yeah i get that but that's why i think it will work for us because i feel like we've got that customer there already like age group and fashion interest and stuff that i know that that is a thing that like my my sister's got two girls and she spends a fortune on their wardrobe, like more, spends more on them than her. So I think, I think it will do really well. I think there's a big, um, I think we can really grow with that. Oh, absolutely. No, that's very exciting. So you're just kind of just getting started on it. Is there anything you could share that you're like working on, you know? It's very, it's still very print heavy. So it's our prints, um, practical again, maybe because I've, I used to dress my boys in girls clothes, but a bit more unisex kind of, very wearable that that experience again from being a mum will come into play so just anything that washes well um easy things i know kids just love wearing leggings and a t-shirt i mean but making them very nfd so in our prints and stuff we'll still have a few wow pieces it's to launch in spring so yeah we're finalizing design wise now Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's so amazing. As my, as, as Arlie's gurgling uh, in the background, I think she's excited too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check it out for her once it's, uh, once it's yeah. out and everything. Um, so, you know, real mom life. I know we both have to uh, get back to things, but is there anything else you'd want to share with us as far as never fully dressed, anything to look forward to or that you're working on or, you know, excited about or anything, you know, um, about the collection that we should know? Um... I say we're really excited about the expansion of the curve. So the the all kind of sizing inclusivity. Um, we actually yesterday we launched internationally. So say like in the states now, it's much easier to um, shop. Like over here, we have Klarna and different payment gateways. In if you're shopping in China, you can then shop with WeChat or Alipay, whatever it is. I mean, you can shop in your own language and currency so we're hoping that will just um 
help because we've got a lot of international custom now but we're just hoping that we'll um help there just growing on our sustainability journey um new product offering i say we're working on some denim working on like gym uh gym wear um new prints our knits are insane for autumn winter so again we're, we've always been quite known for well we are known for our prints whereas autumn winter we struggle a little bit in translating that print into garments there where we've, we've got a new factory now that we do our prints in knits so it's a bit of a game changer like really really excited about a few different sets and like sweaters we've got coming out in our prints so that's really exciting um a lot of i say all of our t-shirts are different charities we've got we've just worked just being a mum touching on that we've got a new charity we're working with called tommy's and they help people help parents through loss of a baby um so we're gonna shoot and do a bit of a social day in a couple of weeks to support that because it's um baby loss week second week of october a lot of support around that again because that's a lot of our um customers have experienced that it's quite close to a couple of our like people who work for us to their heart so just the support there just being able to give even smaller charities um a voice so that's something that we're really working on like with a lot of mums and pregnancy and i say if you've had a bit of a trauma through pregnancy and stuff just offering a bit of a support network there so that's middle of october um that'll be good to get involved with yeah there's loads going on all the time all the time i love that no and that's beautiful on the charity you know and i love when a company and a business gives back and you can just hear you know in your voice and see it in your brand you know for me when I was researching you and looking at everything you're very passionate about what you do you know you're very passionate about helping others as well tying it back into that love and that compassion and confidence for women and I think that that's so beautiful and such a great message when it comes to fashion in general and you know the way you it just makes it relatable I feel like there's so many brands that are just you can't talk to do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, you don't know who it's run. I don't know, it just feels like an operation. Whereas for us, our customers are just on that journey and, and we have a community around that. It just feels more current, like now. It feels more honest and more, I don't know, just real. I don't know another word, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I see how real and authentic never fully dressed is and, and I appreciate it and I, you know, I love it and I love that you say that. And I think that's so great to share because you're right. I think a lot of times it is just the business and the name and you don't feel like you can actually connect or you can actually talk to someone. And I know you guys really thrive and really are prideful in your customer service and how well you answer all your customers. And like you said, your customers truly the influencer. How do you mm -hmm. feel like you, you know, built that? Like, was that always the vision for you, Lucy? I think just naturally, again, I feel like, I remember consciously thinking more that way. I'd say maybe a good th three years ago, maybe, just thinking that the fashion industry lacked that. Just that, because I say we always do different charity campaigns or something, but for that to be a a home, like a, I don't know, just feeling having a bit more support just having i know like when i've tried to return something to a cut to a brat like a 
store or something before online and it's taken months you can't get through to anyone it's just not fun it's like so I think I don't know just even socially and um practically like with product whatever I just think um yeah it is it's always just been in my like I've always done charity stuff it's, it will always be I'm just quite an honest person that's how we communicate or how I would talk but I think yeah consciously to make that our presence and our stand for that in fashion has been more conscious of late just because I think it's really missing so and I just don't like whatever industry you're in it doesn't it like I hate elitism or anything like that I find it really boring and I say like non-inspired like not inspirational it's because it's it's so um like curated or contrived so i feel like if you're just kind of present and like i say if a customer's got a complaint please tell us that's what we learn from or right cool we'll we'll try and solve that for you you like but there's no there's no hiding behind anything otherwise you're not gonna get anywhere it's just frustrating whereas if i'm honest and i say oh i'm really sorry that that you've been sent the wrong item or i'm sorry that you feel a certain way let's talk through that or, and then let's solve it i feel like that's how maybe maybe i should be a politician instead i mean maybe there should be some more talking and understanding or yeah maybe we'd be <laughs> in a different place <laughs> <laughs> no i love that no and i love you know you're very real and you're very honest and you can see that in your brand and you can see that in who you are and i personally appreciate it and i think it's great when fashion can really bring that forward and still have incredible prints and designs and everything but also have that real authenticity to it and really the brand has a story so lucy thank you so much for sharing yours and inspiring us can you tell us where to you know find and follow you and never fully dressed and all those good things um instagram is our main one so at never fully dressed so never fully dressed.com online um yeah that's where we're at perfect well thank you so much lucy until next time guys cheers bye thanks for listening to everything with ali levine if you loved this episode please leave a review screenshot this episode tell a friend tag us on social media subscribe tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted empowered and inspired <laughs>